There's no such thing as not showering before you go to bed at night in New York City. Especially when it's warm out. Oh. And you're sweating in every crevice. And the smells down underneath. Yeah, I mean, in the subway. Rough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord. Hello, Mother Dearest. Good morning or good afternoon, my dear Katie. How are yes. you? Oh, I'm good. I'm like, okay. What's the sign like, for? Just, you know those days where you just like can't get yourself out of a funk and you just want to take a nap and you're useless and you just feel down and blue? Yes, that's called melancholy mama. That's me. <laughs> and yeah, I, I know, but I'm not a mama. I know. I got myself out of that because I, th- I thought I have so much pressure coming up this next week and a half. And I thought, Carol, just get done what you have to get done, and then it'll just relieve some of that tension. So I finished that darn speech to our sweet Charlie because I was asked to give that speech for the rehearsal dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love doing that, but it's nonetheless – you know, it takes time to think and put it on paper. So I got that done, um, kind of prepped for our show here. And yeah, just a lot. I think that's what it is, Katie, especially you. You you, you have a lot to think about. I feel like I'm just running around constantly. And yeah. I never know what end is up. And, and, you know, I think that's part of New York too. I mean, I just got back from, you know, being with you in New York. Mm-hmm. And um, although I love it. I can see it's just nonstop. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of, I mean, yeah. it, it is in every city, I suppose, but yeah. New York just uh, elevates it to a different level, totally yeah. different level, you know? No, I know. And I think sometimes it's hard for you, like when we talk about like life things or anything, it's hard for you to relate because we are coming from a place that like you've never lived in a big city like this, that no. like it's hard to to not like see me doing the exact same path that you did. Not saying that I was going to emulate that, but that's what you saw and that's what you did. But like your advice (sighs) is very different, I think, you know? Yeah. I don't know exactly where we're going with that, but yes, it, it is different in Milwaukee, in the Midwest. I think that's why we're doing this podcast too, to really let people know you know, that, you know, the way you were brought up and the way you're living right now, it's, it's a huge change. It's Mm -hmm. different for the people I think that come from the East coast and end up in New York city. The people that live like on the East coast that uh, migrate to the, to the big city. Yeah. They're kind of used to that subway system, that train system that, you know, it's just different, you know, Mm -hmm. that, for us, a lot of them are used to seeing their parents go into the city every single day, whether they live in mm-hmm. Connecticut or Maryland or, you know, wherever it is. That's rather foreign to us, you know? Totally. I mean, at the drop of a hat, when I was raising you kids, I could, I knew that I could call dad if I really was in a bind and say, hey, can you just run home for half hour and do X, Y, and Z? Where <laughs> that's pretty impossible in New York for anybody to do that. It right. takes how long to get anywhere. Right. You have to right. plan so far in advance, Katie. No, totally. You it's know? It's just very different. And just and like I, lifestyle. A yes. And I feel like I'm exhausted and filthy by the time I get to my <laughs> des- destination, especially taking the damn subway. I was very proud of you. You yeah, did, we it did it with yeah. me. Mm-hmm. And like we were one- fine, but wow. You know, mm-hmm. there's no such thing as not showering before you go to bed at night in New York City. Yeah, no. No way. Especially when it's warm out and you're sweating in every crevice. And the smells down underneath. I mean, in the subway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Dear Lord. But happy Juneteenth Day, which is today, Mm -hmm. the day that we are um, recording. Um, Mm -hmm. So to everybody, thank God we don't have slaves anymore. Yes, thank thank God God. we don't have slaves. You know, when I was reading about it, I thought 240 years our country had slaves. It's crazy. 
Does that make sense? Or is that in the world? 200, it spanned over 240 years, slavery. That's crazy. It is crazy. So thank God that that is done and over with. I think it's a really cool holiday. Out of all the holidays to have off, thank God we this one is now like a normal yeah. thing. But I feel it's like still not I, in the city. But it's long and real. coming. It's long and coming, you know, just right. to, to really have it as a, uh, let's say, a paid holiday for people. Is, yeah. Do you find that it is? In the Midwest too, like like all oh, yeah. over, in the city, like it's shut down completely. Like no, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, here yeah. too, Good. here too, yeah. Uh, and through the, I think through the weekend they had some major parties and parades and whatnot. So yeah. I wasn't here, but I know that they did. So yeah, yeah. So so that's that's good. Uh, yeah, and I can imagine in New York they would too. So. Yeah. yeah, it's um, very quiet. That's the one good thing though, actually, about the city in the summer, is. Everyone's gone. It's really quiet and it's really just tourists and it's not as insane. So like it, this morning, Matt and I took Lady for a walk and there was like no one out, which is nice. Yeah, that's strange. Yeah. yeah. But I noticed that right away. I the, say no one, but like- I know, I know. In comparative. Yeah. yeah. And it's so funny when I flew in, I decided to give it a try and take a late flight out to get to New York and- to go back. And coming to New York, it was like, we are alive and hopping Mm -hmm. at 10 o'clock at night in New York City. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, I'll have to say, you know, coming home to Milwaukee last night, it was kind of hopping too. I was watching the fireworks going on. Oh, uh, okay. On the lake because nice. uh, Summerfest is starting. So, and you know, nice. now they're doing it over a span of three weekends as opposed to like solid a week and a half. Got so, it. So, um, it was so pretty coming home to see all the fireworks. So, yeah. I got my eyebrows laminated and tinted and yeah. my lashes lifted and tinted or like permed. And I don't know what they li- lash lift, I guess. The lashes are amazing. Like I'm not wearing any mascara. I haven't wat- worn mascara in, since I got yeah. them, which is great. The, I think my brows have tamed down. Don't yeah. you agree? Yeah, they were uh, rather <laughs> caterpillar-ish. <laughs> I don't know if I would do the lamination thing again. I feel like every beauty trend I have to try, like every beauty procedure, I just like I have to give it a whirl. Yeah, just- I don't. I don't. No, no, no. Okay, can I just but make one mention now, about the eyebrows? What? I just felt like the color was off. Well, the color's still on my face. I know, but I just, no, I'm saying I, I think they didn't do a correct color matching. So you think was, this color's bad right now too? I think it's a little bit too like brownish red. So you still think I look bad? I didn't. Did I? Now, did I say you look bad? I just you said. You basically just said that. Why would you no, say that to me now? No, no. And because that's sometimes. Why would you say that to me now? Well, because I'm, <laughs> I'm home. That is but terrible. That, that, that will wear off. I think that it just needs to be, I'm used to seeing you with a little bit more of an ashy, darker color than the brownish. Uh-huh. But red, what? Reddish. Because that's happened to me before. I that's know. That's happened to me before. I've only yeah. told you after the fact, but now I have to live with these brows. Oh, they'll tame down the color. You are terrible. <laughs> I have do, a little, you think they look bad off. right now? I can't see that. I what can't do you see mean? We're on video right now. What do I you know, mean you can't see? No, I guess they look better. <gasps> but you know what I'm trying to say, Katie? The color? Yeah, the first day you get them, they're always a little intense. I know, but do you know what happens to me? The few times I've done them, but I don't do that anymore. I'd rather just put them on myself. I come out and I'm like a black eyebrows. No, going, I know. I usually do it my, I usually do it myself as well. And they're usually like black or really, really dark. And then they'll wear off. But yeah. I don't know how this one wears off. Well, you can use some of daddy's dies off pads. Dear Lord have mercy. You really think they look bad? Can you send me no. the pads then? Yeah. Well, you'll be coming home soon. So, what, what does that have to do with anything? You can make fun of my eyebrows in person. <laughs> I'm not making fun of them. I'm just pressing your buttons right now. You press mine. I press you. <laughs> when have I pressed your buttons? Mom? I don't know. Let's talk about what we did in New York. 
I was so excited to see your you studio. You love having a checklist and you just go, oh, you yes. were laughing so hard. I'm very <laughs> prepared. This. Last week, I, on the podcast, and I'm wondering if anyone picked this up, last week I asked you a random question and you just straight up like didn't answer the question and you went back to your checklist and completely ignored it to say because of the damn checklist. Katie, sometimes mothers do that to change the subject. I know, but something not you all were mothers saying, and probably, daughters have a podcast. I know, but something you were saying probably irritated me. So I just thought I'm going to just segue and uh, start over. Do you know what? Something so sweet. What? I got a DM from someone saying that she was sitting next to dad on the airplane. Did he send me this message? No. Let me pull it up. It was the sweetest thing ever. I started to cry. It was so oh, cute. Oh, dad. What do you mean he was, she was, what do you mean he was sitting next to some gal? On the airplane, mom. Well, what? not with oh, you. To, oh. Let's just let me finish. All right. Um, she goes, um, I posted a picture of dad and I for uh, Father's Day. She goes, you're so lucky. I sat next to him on the Salt Lake to Detroit flight Wednesday. Oh. And he happily told me stories about you and your husband and your blog. He's such a proud dad. And then she said, I meant to say podcast, not blog. He insisted I download it. He was he was beyond proud and just had so much joy when he talked about his family. Oh, he's our biggest that's, cheerleader. That's our second time that someone's DM'd me saying that they sat next to dad on, uh, on an airplane. Yeah, yeah, he is a fun one to sit next to, that's for sure. But yes, because it's dad, it would be. But then if someone sits next to me on a flight and starts talking. No. I said, I don't care. Yeah. No. I put it on my earphones going, I can't hear you. Sorry. <laughs> I know. Like that's the, that's the yeah. etiquette. Dad yeah. needs to learn that etiquette. Okay. All right. That's up to you to talk to him about that. I mean, he's the best, but I'm just saying, hopefully it was just on takeoff and takedown or yeah. touchdown. Poor dad. Speaking of dad, when he was here, do you see him sitting up in my Oh my gosh. Office yes. area? The pictures are up. Oh. On this side, there's um, shelves. Whenever dad comes, our apartment just gets better and better because things get done. Yeah. Well, mine didn't though. Well, mine is more important than yours. Kate, uh, it's all right. I had a few deliveries. So little by little, I, I got, what did I receive this time? Uh, the stand-up mirror actually that you chose from Anthropology. I would never have thought, and it matches my bedroom beautifully just beautifully. And then I also got that pedestal lamp. I think you call it the pedestal lamp. It's got kind of a, a little- It like a, has like an end table connected yeah, to the lamp. To the lamp. Um, yeah. And it looks great. I, I'm even thinking, I wonder if I should get the same one for the other side or do something different. No, that's weird. No, okay. That's, right. that's weirdo. But um, it's just lovely. It just fits in that one little space perfectly. So now I'm just from Anthro as well. From Anthro, Anthro as has well. Great, great stuff. And I actually was on um, Anthro. They have great sale for furniture as well. And I just a shout out to them too. Their delivery shout guys, them out. yeah, their delivery guys are really good. I mean, they they set everything up and um, you know clean up their mess after, and they're very good. Their sales are great. A lot yeah. of the stuff from this apartment is from Anthro. And you have to go online for it because you don't really see much in the store, especially the one here. You still think my eyebrows look bad? No, they look great. Mom, you're being Midwest nice. Be honest right now because you started being honest and I'm taking it back. But Katie, I can't really see them, honey, that for, right through the... Oh yeah, they look better. But you know what I'm trying to <laughs> say though, Katie? It's not like it's dark or anything like that. It's just the color. It's just a little reddish. I know. That's all I'm saying, honey. You Do need I to just put a little bit darker in it. Not, you know, like a different color on top of it, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. happened to me. When I say do it lighter, then it ends up red. I, I don't know what it is. I don't do it. I don't do it. I just, I just don't do it. I, I guess not anymore. Well, I may just have to tattoo mine on before, before no. you know it. <laughs> As you get older, they just, People that swear by goes. that, but that just also kind of scares me. Oh my God, scare the hell out of me. I couldn't do any of that. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but what dad and I really loved in New York, once again, because at this point in our life, I, you know, I know I've got a wonderful place to cook. Curdy keeps saying, what did you cook, mama? Did you... It's like, that's just the last thing I feel like doing in New York, you know? Yeah, no. 
So, okay, let me just take a couple steps back before I say where we ate. Okay, um, take it back. We loved, we did our first grocery shop run. Mm-hmm. <gasps> and we th- there's a whole, new Whole Foods store that opened up uh, in the financial district. Uh, on Broadway. On Broadway, not too far from us. And I thought, let's try it. And I thought I got dad with me and you made me buy. I've been looking for some kind of a cart, grocery cart. Mm-hmm. And I guess the newfangled one is called the Hulkin. Yep. Which is, well, you have to look it up. I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's, it's like um, a tote bag on wheels. Yeah. Yeah. This one, I got the large and I thought, oh God, that's too big. But it wasn't. And that new Whole Foods, leave it to the New Yorkers. I, we went in and I thought, well, what is this? There's nothing here. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. You got to go downstairs. I mean, it's like almost two escalator rides down to the depths mm-hmm. and you just keep going through the mazes and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh, it was lovely. So we bought, we filled up our freezer. So that at least is taken care of and got a few little things here and there. We just had a great time. And then we even did a kind of grab and go that night from Whole Foods. Yeah. uh, Prepared food. So that was great. Yeah. I remember one of the first times when I was in college, I went to the Whole Foods on the Upper East Side with Michelle, one of my best friends, and we like got food, you know, for dinner. And I don't think we realized they weighed it. <laughs> like that was the yes. price. I think it was – we thought it was just like the container was X amount of dollars. And you just like fill as much as you can in there. And we get to the cash register and we each paid like $40 for like <laughs> this little container because we got all the happy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that either and dad told me that too. So um, – but that was fun. But then we went to our casa, Casa Cipriani, for dinner, got dressed up and – not really dressed up. I just had a little linen dress on and whatnot, but uh, oh, it was just delicious. And they, you know, they just, yeah, they just treat you like king and queen there. So that was fun, you know. And then the second one other night we went to our, our little neighbor. I mean, you just go out our door and uh, down the block and it's a um, a French restaurant run by, help me, Katie, Daniel Bolu. Bolud. Balud, well-known chef. He's got a few a, f- uh, a few awards, I think, major awards. Yes, he's he like Michelin stars. Yeah, yeah, no, not higher. Higher, okay. Yeah, and um, it it reminded us of Lake Park because a lot mm. of people were sitting at the bar eating, uh, and it was just kind of your country French uh, elevated. But I mean, it was just Love lovely. Oh, Love and it. we could just you know walk home a block home. So Love that it. was just perfect. Yeah. But one sad thing that happened, and everybody knows that I've been talking about it, my dear father Hammer all the time, who's part of our family, but he did pass away when I was in New York. He passed away on Wednesday, this past Wednesday, which was kind of a shock to me because I had just been to see him like a week and a half ago. And he seemed just so chipper and actually full of energy. So uh, it was it was a big shock to me. Like I said, you know, he's baptized our my some of my grandchildren. He's married both you and Kurti. Um, yeah, he's been there to bury my mom, Jim and Al. So now it's my turn to help put him to rest. So the funeral is going to be next Tuesday at twelve noon at the cathedral, and it's going to be a huge gathering of people. And then he's also going to have a mass up in Beaver Dam where he was born and raised. So he's going to have two masses and then he's going to be buried next to his mom in Beaver Dam. So yeah, so that, that was, it was hard. That, that was hard to get that news, but yeah. Why do you, I feel you were so much, obviously besides like the given, you were very emotional with him. I just think, you know, uh, you're getting me emotional, but um, he's a man that knows my heart and soul. Uh, I feel almost every part of me. I've known him for 30 years. And he knew me when I first came back from college, you know, and you're so fresh, not knowing exactly what, where your life is going to lead you know, lead you. How did you become close um, with him? And I became very close to him. It's kind of funny. Uh, he loves the arts as well. And so um, I was a cantor at the cathedral for a very, very long time. Um, and 
whenever he would say mass there, he was more of a visiting priest. He would visit three parishes and help out. We would always laugh and talk to each other before mass and we'd go, oh, I didn't know you were on. Good. We got the dream team today. It's, you know, <laughs> Carol and Mike, you know, and uh, it was so wonderful. And you, and you know, anyone that's heard Father Hammer preach, you're just in awe because he touches the core of who you are. Um, he just does. And so we became fast friends, very, very fast friends. And, um, and then he eventually, uh, spearheaded the AIDS ministry through the Catholic church. He and Rembert Weekland did. And, um, so I got involved with that organization, um, went to a lot of fundraisers with him and he in turn would come to all my performances and we have mutual friends with Bill Tyson and, um, Father Tim, who is going to be ironically taking over at the cathedral as a the pastor, so it will be a wonderful send off to him. Mm. Yeah, truly, he would always say truly. And mm-hmm. what else? You know what else he would always have that was so very special? What he loved Christmas, anything Christmas or Easter. I mean, he he would decorate, and I think you and Critty came a couple times to his apartment when he would have the feast of the three kings. Yeah, and that was that's the Sunday after Christmas. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I always talk about, I never take my tree down until after the Kings have arrived. So he would always have a party for the feast of the three Kings and we would go to his apartment and, uh, you know, there'd be prayer first and then, uh, an ample amount of wine and food. Yeah. Yeah. And he is Polish by descent. So he loves everything, uh, Polish and Polish crystal. And, you know, it was just, Mm -hmm. and he's, he's came from a family, I think of four or five children. And he was very devoted to his mother and his one sister who was never married, Mary. Mm -hmm. So she's always been such a big part of his life. And I know her well too. So yeah, Mm -hmm. so it'll be a homecoming of sorts. And it's funny because, and I'll just close with this, but only Father Hammer was so prepared that he wrote a reflection on his own life. And that's part of his obituary. I mean, it's just the beauty of Father. Totally. Yeah, Father totally. Hammer. So I, I he will be missed very, very dearly. But mm-hmm. that is our faith that he's living a better life. And uh, so mm. and so Cheers we to forward. Him. Cheers to him. That's right. that's right. On a completely different note, Courtney Kardashian is pregnant. Katie, I saw that on my TikTok, and I have to be honest with you. Good for her, number one, because this mm-hmm. is what she really wanted. I mean, mm-hmm. she is married to Travis Barker. Mm-hmm. I don't know him from Adam, but I guess he's a fantastic <laughs> percussionist. Drummer. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. Drummer, percussionist. And uh, uh, I think they have a very good relationship very strong mm-hmm. relationship. They're very much in love. And unfortunately they met when they're both a little older. And right. I thought, how? I'd, Cause I think, what is she? 42. Yeah. And you know, when you love somebody that dearly, you do, you do want to have a baby with them. You do want to see that love, right. You know, um, in person as they say. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think she went through a lot of this IVF treatments. No, or no. She, she initially, stopped, she did. Initially, then and she then stopped. she stopped it because she was yeah. like, it's messing up with my body. Like, I feel terrible. Like, I can't, I'm not doing it. We're just going to like see if and that's God's going to give us a baby. Exactly. And that's not like her to do those things because she's very au natural as far as right, right, everything. Right, right, right. Yeah. Because she announced at one of her his concerts. I'm sure he knew because yeah. she is like showing, but um, because he was in Blink Blink 182. That's a band he's in, and okay. in one of the music videos from like the 90s, some random girl had a sign holding up saying "Travis, I'm pregnant." Like in the music video, like, as a joke, kind of a thing, like being a, one of the groupies. So that's why she did it. Oh, I couldn't understand why she did that. I see. Yes. So it was like an homage to a music video that they had for one of their songs in the 90s. I see. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I'm I'm happy. But and like 42. I always- too. But Who like else? I said to you before, you know, you can plan things and plan things, but you know what? God has a hand in everything. Okay. But who else? Was it um, Halle Berry had a baby really late as well? I don't know. I think she did have them later, but I don't- Yeah. She probably did. Right? Who who else was a uh I mean, you definitely are taking a chance, but you know, she's uh 
has the best doctors, I'm sure. So she will she will be watched and taken care of. Well, um, I'm gonna see how old she was. I she, think, and I think he's like 47 or 48. Well, Travis it doesn't matter for no, but um, I'm saying he's they're raising this child together, Katie. So 47. Who is Halle Berry had a baby when she was At 47. Four- she had it naturally? Uh-huh. Herself? Uh-huh. Wow. That's crazy. A 41 and 47. Wow, that's waiting till the bitter end. Naomi Campbell had her first baby at 50. Wow. How I'm is ex- that possible? Well, I'm exhausted thinking about it. Yeah. That I, is- I'm tired now. I Taking care of my sweet grandchildren, I can't imagine. Holy like, man. What? Yeah. Isn't that well, crazy? Yeah, that, that's a whole whole another story with the Kardashians, right? What? Yeah, episode mm-hmm. to watch <laughs> a few. Yeah. yeah, we'll be watching. Yeah, I'm curious what they'll name the kid, the baby. Yeah, I don't know because they tend to go more traditional with their names. Penelope. Penelope. Yeah, it's a tr- more traditional name. Okay, Penelope Mason. Mason. What's the other little boy's oh. name? Rain. Oh, yeah. That's not that traditional. Yeah, no. None of those are too traditional. But, but what about his Mason, children, no. Katie? Because um, he has older children, I think. Yeah. Alabama. Yeah, not too traditional. Okay. No. And let me look it up. I think he adopted a girl from his no f- his wife's first marriage or something. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Dark-haired gal. See. I don't know why I know this. I just saw it. No, no, he has Alabama and Landon. And there's a, there's another girl. Oh wait, oh stepchildren. Yeah, he didn't ad- I don't think he adopted. Okay, stepchildren. Um, That's what it was. See. Stepchild. Landon, Alabama. How do you pronounce this? A T I A N A. Atiana. Atiana. I don't know. All right. Well, let's. Let's move on from there. Good for them. They have the money. They'll take good care of their children. And um, I wonder when she's due. She looks like she's... She looks far along. Like she might be when Maria. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. To be continued, right? Mm-hmm. All right. And then it was Father's Day this past it weekend. It was Father's Day. Yes. Yeah. It was we had a nice. nice Father's Day. We went upstate for the day to look at houses, um, which all were duds and slightly depressing. Yeah, it was very depressed. Well, it was upsetting to me <laughs> because I'm yeah, looking and going, rough. you're asking what for this? So Matt, Matt and I love going upstate. So we're like, oh, eventually we do want to have a place upstate. And we found, I think we looked at four houses Mm -hmm. and online, they looked great in person, made out of plywood, disgusting, duds, depressing. Was terrible. Terrible. But Katie, I just wonder, I wonder if you're going a little bit too far west. I think I like staying closer on the other side of the Hudson. No. No, you could do that if you want. I could do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not no. The, I'm not in the market to buy another place, but. I don't think we are either. Honestly, for the price of these houses and that they're made of legitimately plywood. I know. And dad and I came home that, we let's, let's just finish up though. We, we had fun going up there, but that was a lot of driving for Matt. Yeah, that that was uh, further than he I mind thought. It. I know he doesn't, but um, it was. We were in the what area were we in? I already forgot the name. We were on the west side of the Hudson, like Livingston Manor. Livingston Manor, yeah, around and, there, and a charming Kingston. Charming. Kingston. Yeah, we didn't care for Kingston. Sorry, mm, no, no. Mm-mm. At least the houses we saw there were pretty rough. I didn't care for that area, and. Um, but I don't you just think that's a little too far to drive? If when you want to just get away, you just want to go an hour like the Ostoff was for us. 
Yeah. If you have $10 million, that's great. Kate, they're not $10 million. It's so much more expensive. That's the thing about living, and this is what the, we're talking well, you pay about for the truly in this episode, yeah. is I think the differences between New York and the Midwest and buying a house and all that kind of thing, it's so hard for, I think, for you to like wrap your head around the difference between like the housing situation well, let's, and like the lifestyle of renting versus buying when you're young. Like it's not possible for like a young couple on their own to buy a house or buy an apartment, truly. It's well, like impossible. Let's, okay. Let's talk about that because that's going to be our topic, I think, for today is just talking about how how, how do young people, how did, how did dad and I handle it? How, is there a big difference between Midwest and East Coast? Yes. It's a completely different world. There is, but basically Katie, it's all relative. You guys are making more money than any, you know, dollar wise than people in that your age in uh, Milwaukee. Yeah. But New York city is the most expensive city to live in. And it is. But I think there's one thing, just like when we talked a little bit about flying private and flying coach, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're still going to have jet lag either way. I think it's the same thing. I'm, I'm just making a comparison or a metaphor or whatever, that when you want to buy a house, no matter where you are, you got to save. You got to put some money away that's in an account, a, you know, a, a home fund or, a, you know. That's just the way it is. And I think that what you're saying, it's it's difficult in New York to even save money. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and I understand, but I don't. Because I think that no matter what, um, yeah, you have to save. I agree, but it's yeah. a lot harder in when the cost of living and the cost of having a safe apartment and things that, yeah, we want. It's very difficult. Yeah, but it's you know you're you're on the right path. It's just I just keep thinking, are you doing the right thing by looking at? I just wish you could buy buy a home where you want to, you know, nest where you want to bring up a family, as opposed that's not to ha- we don't know where that's going to be though. Yeah. Um, that's why I think it's so hard for you to understand how we are living our lifestyle because you can't wrap your head around it. And then you get me all nutsy and get me all I know. I felt like anxiety. I did a little bit. Yeah. And you did. Like you once you put that pressure on me and it's you you truly can't compare living in Milwaukee to living in New York. Like, yes, saving is great, all that stuff, but it's like completely different animals. And I feel once you try to completely compare it. Right. I know. I know it's all relative and I didn't mean to get you nutsy there, but I think the basics, Katie, are the same. I think the basics are you're preparing for your future and you can't do something if you're not ready. You know, I think that you and Matt are, are jumping ahead where most people buy that house. But I think we're jumping ahead because and I love you, but I think you put the pressure on me to be like, you need to settle down. You need a place. You need to have roots. And then I feel that. And then I have the anxiety. And, and like- I, I don't mean it that way, Kate. I just, the thing that bothers me, and I think that maybe this is the Midwest value. It's hard for me to see all the New Yorkers spending so much money on rent where you're not building up wealth. You're not building up equity. And totally, you but know, then you but can't then you, yeah. afford to buy an apartment because the the apartment that we're living in right now, we could not afford to buy. We couldn't. Any apartment that I've lived in in New York City, I could not buy. I could not afford it. Well, if those I are million dollar buy, plus apartments, honey. That's my point, is that yeah. like the way that I like to live is a, I'm lucky that I can live a more comfortable lifestyle, right? And I like nicer finishes or a doorman, like those things that are important to me, especially as a female, I want that security where if I were to buy a place, I would not have that security. Right. Because yes, I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So it's like that give and take where it's so hard. Right. 
Well, and and I'm not going to get involved, honey, between you and Matt, because I feel like that's a decision the two of you have to make. All all dad and I can do is give you the wisdom that we had when we were your age. Totally. But I think the wisdom that, and I, I think it's so valid. And I think that, of course, you guys have gone through it and you know it, but I think when you guys are buying a house in Milwaukee is just leaps and bounds different than where we are right now in New York City. And like taking the information and the wisdom that you guys have, yes, of course, we always do. But noticing that there is a huge difference between the two. Yes. And I do see that. And I see why. But I think uh, sometimes it's hard for you to see that. Yeah. I think you think it's like, I am like Critty and Lizzie, Matt and I are like Critty and Lizzie in Whitefish Bay. You know what I mean? No, I know you're not. I know you're not. It's, I know you know that, but it's only natural to compare, right? Not to, to what they're doing or what Charlie and Amy bought a house and they're, what, all of these things, but the, they are not living in New York City. Like it's just so different. Right. And don't get me wrong, it's hard as hell seeing all of that. And we're like, oh my God, what's next? Yeah. And that's that's why you're looking up upstate. Right. But like to have something of your own that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I totally understand. I understand, but yet I I don't. Yeah. But it's hard. Like we're kind of had this conversation in like a tiff last night about it too. And it's like, Matt and I, that it, it, is it worth it to buy like a piece of crap house in the middle of nowhere? No. Like, no, it's not. I'd rather like work harder, Matt work harder and like save up and then buy something that's like we're really excited for that is not a piece of shit. Yeah. Totally agree. I, I would, and that was just so good for dad and I to kind of glom on and see what, you know, this kind of money will buy you upstate. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, I mean, it was like killing us, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I, and you and Matt have good heads on your shoulders. You're not, you're not going to get involved with something that's going to be falling apart. You don't need no. any kind of money pit of a house. No. That's for sure. Just to no. say you have a house. No. You just have to, you have to figure out other ways then to build your wealth to begin right now in the, in the interim. And that is, you know, socking your money away and, and wait until the right time uh, and place that, that you can press the button. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's smart. Mm-hmm. No, you can't look at what everybody else is doing. No. But I think that's a very natural and human thing to do that anyone does in any situation. Right. And it's funny. Yeah. And it's funny because as I was thinking back, uh, growing up in Whitefish Bay, which was a more affluent area that I was not, I didn't even understand that. I just knew I loved the area because it was near the lake and it had a nice little village feel. And uh, uh, it was before we were married and we were engaged and dad said, let's look for a house, you know, and I would go to open houses and look and look and look. And then I found this charming little house that was being sold by these little, two little, you know, a couple, you know, little old lady and little old man. And it was lovingly cared for, but it was just extremely, it needed a lot of work and whatnot, but the bones were good. Long story short. And it was because of dad more than me that he had the little nest egg that he wanted to put down. And usually they say it's, if you have, well, back then, I think it was even 10, 10 or 20% of what the house is selling for to put as a down payment. And then you go to the bank and they check you out and they see whether or not uh, you're a good risk to give a loan to, you know. And that wasn't an issue because daddy was already, you know, five years into his own business. And so he had some relationships with, with banks. Um, so that was a good thing. My point being, I would look around at some of my other people that were living in the area. I'm going, how in God's name can these people, these young people, younger than us, afford these like big houses and belong to these country clubs and drive these fancy cars. And dad and I would say, I wonder if this trust fund money, I wonder if it's, you know, they have money that's, you know, well, we, we certainly never didn't even know what that was, number one. And I think some of them did, Katie, 
to be honest with you. Of course. If that's how anyone in New York City who's young can buy a place and has to have help from other people. Well, and they and well, kudos to their parents if they have that extra totally. money and and that they can help them. But I believe in helping my children as much as I can with whatever I can, but I am I always feel my kids have to have skin in the game and they have to know they have to suffer a little bit. You, you, you hand people things on a silver platter. That's not good. It's just not good. And, um, you ha- you have to go through that process. It's kind of like even in a uh, job situation, you have to, you have to pay your dues, I believe. Mm-hmm. But you and Critty are lucky because dad and I will help you as much as we can, mm-hmm. you know? There are a lot of parents that that, I mean, I, we had parents that there was, that was impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can still make it work, but it's, but it, it's just that it's a lot of hard work and saving, saving, saving. So it's, it's tough. I think it's tougher now on young people. I do. Yeah. I, I, I think so. I think that young people have to do with less to get more, to get ahead. I think that, I think that's all the same stories though. You know? Yeah. It, it will happen, Katie, when it's supposed to happen. Yeah. Um, you already did that. You already moved to a smaller apartment to consolidate a little bit, to save more, which is fantastic. So you are doing the right things. I just think it's, it would be foolish to just jump into something. I, it's it's not necessary right now. Do I wish that you had a place that was your own that you could nest in? But once again, you're right. I don't think you two know yet where you're going to end up. No, I I need you to be more flexible with me in that way because you give me anxiety when you when we are like where are we going? Yeah. Well, I certainly don't mean to, honey. No, I know, but like, I am not, I don't know. Yeah, don't cry. I know. I just want the best for you. That's all. <laughs> you know. And I want Matthew to take good care of you. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always. No, I know. Um, I know. But I think it's, I mean, listen, it's all you know, right? Like you just, you know, Wisconsin, you know, Milwaukee, you see Christopher settling down, down the street from you, like kind yeah. of recreating our childhood, which, which was amazing. And it was the best childhood ever. Right. And like, that's very comfortable for you because you know it so well. And I think that you, but I don't expect get that out nervous. of nervous. I, I know that. I'm not saying that you expect that because I, I, I know that, but like, I think you get nervous because you don't know my life as well. Yeah, that's probably a good point. Because I came home and I have to be honest with you, I was a bundle of nerves. I was full of anxiety. Only because of the unknown for you. So that, isn't that funny? So um, yeah, I came home just feeling a bit defeated because I was expecting that, you know, it was going to turn out differently, our little house hunt. And um, yeah. But we move forward and... No, I know, of course, but uh, I just think we just need to understand that better and like be a better support, support. system for each other in that I re- because I, I respect feel... That. I respect you saying that, Katie. I will, honey. It, yeah. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't ever want to put pressure on you for anything. No, and you don't. You don't. But I, I think it's just like a human thing for you that like you're, you know what you know and like it's seamless when you see Christopher, right? Because I, I wouldn't keep but, mentioning but Christopher. I'm not. No, nothing ma- I'm is just, seamless for him either, honey. Mom, I know, but I'm saying seamless in the way that you can understand it, right? Like you can, like, oh, I know where they're living. Like I know who they're talking to. Like you can, like, mentally understand, and you can, like, see a picture of it, right? But I, sir, I really where, can see a picture of yours too, Katie. I know it, mom, but do, but you have to see the comparison here. Like, yeah, but there, that's why I never lot, did. I never compared you and Critty. 
Because Christopher not- is Christopher is a type of person that is he needs to know what's going to happen tomorrow and ten years around the line. And you know what I'm saying? He's I'm very calculated that, that way. I'm not saying you're comparing me to no. my brother. But I'm saying that it's only natural and it's only human to see these two and see his life being similar to your life in the sense of you can under you can grasp it more. Where my life, yes, of course you can understand it. You love New York, but like taking the subway every day, walking everywhere, driving all these places, like going here, that's sometimes hard for you to grasp and for you to be like, how the hell are you going to have kids here? How the hell are you going to do this? That's harder for you to swallow, I think, because it is so foreign from the way that you brought us up and that you had your childhood. Am I right? So it's not even that it's a comparison thing. It's like, oh, these two are like polar opposite and I'm trying to understand it, but mm-hmm. it is hard because I don't know a lot of it. So there is that unknown. So that's why I do have anxiety. Yeah. Well, and that's why we bought a place and invested in New York so that we could be close to you to get to know your life. I know. And for know. you to know that we are there supporting you. I know. You know, and that... That has to warm your heart somewhat because we certainly didn't choose, you know, waterfront Florida home. <laughs> I know. You know, um, I'll take the Hudson River. Yeah. Good. Is that what I live near, the Hudson? You can see both, actually, yeah. from your apartment. Yeah. Hudson and East Side. Um, just keep saving your pennies and everything is going to work out the way it's supposed to work out. Mm-hmm. But just remember that I I still fully believe that whatever it is, you got to work hard at it, as you do, and Matt does too. It's nothing, to to get something handed to you like a trust fund, these are not happy people. (laughs) They may look like they're happy on the outside, but they're not. And I could could count the, 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 the people that I knew when I was questioning to Kevin in our quiet moments going, well, how the hell do they do this? Mm-hmm. None of them are married today. Yeah. So I guess they didn't have a good base, did they? No, I know. Build that foundation like we've always talked about. Build that foundation that you and Matt can talk. And so he knows your inner heart and soul and your needs and vice versa. And don't, no, don't, don't feel like you ever have to do anything because somebody else is doing it. Don't, because uh, we didn't. We did I it know. our own way. And believe me, yeah, my mother was the first one to say, what in God's name are you doing buying this house? There's no carpeting. It's, mm-hmm. you know, you don't even have a vacuum cleaner. I said, mom, I got a broom. It's okay. It's all right. That's the love of a parent, I guess. But I, and I've always prided myself that I don't get involved in your choices between you and Matt, you know, you're, you're, well, unless I have to, and then I will say something, but <laughs> like for what? I don't know if something terrible happens. I will tell you, I what? picked up lady when we dropped you guys off at the airport. She oh, cried. My... No, she cried when you guys left and she oh. was looking out the window, wait, seeing like where you guys oh. were. And she was so sad. She does love her Zaza. I'll tell you that. I know. Oh, I do she love does. her too. All right. No more tears. Okay. No more tears. Uh, It's all going to work out. We're there to support you and help you. And uh, when it's right, it's right. Uh, If it doesn't feel right, what do I always say? It's not. (laughs) Get off the subway and go in another uh, car, as you say. Yeah. This might be the... Go ahead. But let's make a pact and just continue to support each other the way that we need to be supported. You got it. You got it. I love you. Love you too. So this might be a good segue for my honest to Pete moment. You love a segue and you love and whatnot. You just have said I it know. so many times. That needs to be like a Bravo, like Watch What Happens Live thing. Like take a shot when Carol says, let's segue or and whatnot. So I saw a rat as a New Yorker. Okay. <laughs> that was the last one. This, this time... Dad and I were ready to go out. 
And mind you, we just have a small little lobby, but we have a doorman there, very sweet doorman. And they installed something new where if you come close enough to the door on the inside going out, it'll automatically unclick the door and open for you. Okay. And I'll be damned if all of a sudden someone came into the building and it was a gal and it was clear that, you know, my eyes got bare, you know, I just was like, oh my God, this is an assault in the apartment. I thought, here we go. So she came in and uh, boy, she had the, the most beautiful Russian accent. I thought, wow, if I could just tape her and study her, if I ever had to do a, a role as a Russian. But anyhow, I felt bad because I looked at her legs and they were like so swollen and stumps. And she, you could tell that she's been walking for a long time. Well, our, our doorman was the young guy and he was so afraid. He said, you'll have to leave. She says, don't you talk to me. She says, you're half my age. That's a Russian accent. Well, no, I told you, I, I'm not very good at it. And then she looked at me and I thought, oh God, now she's going to say, and I thought maybe she was going to slap me. And I thought that's okay. And because uh, dad's dad's there and she, and she looked at me up and down and she said, and you, you're my age. And I went, okay, well, you look younger than me, but I'll take that. And then she just kept going at the the doorman and he he didn't touch her and he grabbed for his phone and I thought, oh God, what's going to happen now? And dad's standing there and she looked at dad. She goes, you need money? And <laughs> and I think she meant to say, do you have money? Yeah. And dad goes, nope. And she looked at me and said the same thing. I said, no, I don't need any money. I don't need any money. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm okay today. And then um, long story short, she ended up leaving the building, but it was scary nonetheless. Yeah, so that's my welcome to New York too, right, yeah, Katie? Welcome to New York. We have them all here. Yeah. So I did say a silent prayer for her because I thought, where in the hell is she going to end up tonight? And there you go. Okay, Katie, I will all see right, you man. sooner than later because we've got a big celebration coming up this weekend. I know my cousin's wedding. I we need that's on our to do list is to book all of our flights and things. We're yeah. going to fly in I think on Wednesday night. Okay. And then yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's there's so much so going much on. Travel. Yeah, I know, I know. It's all good. We'll be together. Okay. Yeah, it'll be fun. All right, take and us out. I love you, Mama. This I love is you good. too, Katie. All right, you guys. We have a new episode every Thursday, so please make sure to like, subscribe, and follow. Find us on Instagram and TikTok at Honest to Pete. And that's it. Love you, Mama. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.